fair to Midland, fair to Midland, fair to Midland, Midland to fair. Better stop the recording. That was a decent length. That, that was. Yeah. That was a good. I think that probably was quite a good show, though. I was I, thinking. I can cut that. That's Milly. Okay, we're back. This is out the shoe. We've reached week seven of the union. This week we'll have a chat about how things are going with all the teams. We managed to take things on the road to Titwood and we had a chance to speak with Ian Young. Paddy Barber joined us in the hot seat. Um, we also had an international guest in Tom Fleet, but more about that later. Big, big week for a lot of teams in the Union last week. We also had a whole round of Scottish Cup games and pretty much the Western Union sides did pretty well, acquitted themselves pretty admirably. Clydesdale, Irvine, Renfrew all through to the next round. They're joining Fergus Lee, Prestwick, Weirs and West. And I think we probably did better than some of the East sides. It looks as if there's, well, 16 teams now in the second round. 10 are likely to be made up of Western Union sides and only 6 or 7 that are going to be joining them from the East and other leagues. So well done the Western Unions guys. Let's keep flying the flag for the Western Union and show those Eastern boys what it's all about. As I say, we went off to Titwood and had a chat with Paddy Barber. He's coming up. The union's taken shape, isn't it? Week seven, in a week where we didn't think we'd get much cricket, we got a phenomenal game between the top two sides, West and Uddy. Ian Young talks about that in his interview. West took the spoils over there at the policies. Prestwick, again, showing their mettle as contenders. They've got a big match up against uh, Uddingston this weekend. Pollock, well, they got their first win and Fergus Lee Chings, they're starting to motor and showing some of the form. This week we've got a double header. We've got West against Fergus Lee at the Bull Ring at the Crescent. That's going to be an exciting battle. Fergus Lee, some of you could be saying the form team, they really have looked as if they're hitting their straps. West batting, still waiting to fire, mouth-watering, anticipated game there at the policies. And then we've got the other big one, Prestwick against Uddy. Just coming in off the wires this evening is that Uddy again falter in a round cup defeat against Fergus Lee. Fergus Lee posting 160 and Uddy really failing to get anywhere close. The last time I looked at the Twitters, it was 91 for 9. Unless there's a Lazarus type uh, recovery there, it looks as if they've been dumped out of the round cup. So that's three losses on the bounce. Let's see if they can turn things back round and get the train back on the tracks, so to speak, against Presswick on Saturday. But listen, let's just see what happened in round seven as we talk to Paddy Barber. It's Chris and myself over at Titwood. All right, we're on tour. Yes, lads are out. Titwood. Yes. Let's just get this over here so we can both, hopefully everything is on. Uh, no viewers at the moment, which no. isn't great, seeing the time and effort that we've taken to get out here. I'm sure they'll come over uh, at time. So, Titwood, a place that you like playing cricket? Um, 
last season more so than I have done before because we actually won a few games over here. Yeah. But uh, well, do you know what? As a junior, actually, I did enjoy playing here because it was a big game. Yeah, it was a big game and a decent wicket. I always thought yeah. he always kept a bit of grass on it yep. and it liked to just sort of speed through. Yep. Um, and you always got value for runs over here. Yeah, absolutely. And it's also, I mean, it's I think one of one of the better facilities to play. That's where you get really good changing rooms. Nice bar area to sit in. Hospitable. Yes. They've taken yes. us in. Do you see these cups behind us? I do. I did. I wondered whether they were opportunely placed. <laughs> no, fake cups. <laughs> fake cups. We've got the West District Indoor Cup and the West District Indoor League. That's a thing for darts, I think. I don't think that's... Oh, is that, not, is that not cricket? No. Okay. So listen, I'll tell you who we've got in the house. Oh, wait a minute, sorry. I can't imagine there's many outdoor darts cups available. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we've got Craig Morrison. Evening to you. We've got uh, Lucas. Lucas is there. He did well. We'll no doubt talk about Lucas and his performance against yeah, give him uh, Addingston. Yeah, give him his jollies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, if we must. Yes. Uh, Stuart Brown's in the in the house and Craig Walker as well. So uh, enjoy, fellas. Uh, if you've got any questions, then please just pipe up. We'll try and uh, and give you some answers as we go through. Absolutely. So, so what we're going to do this week is we're going to have a quick chat about the fiasco that is uh, the air coach slash pro. We'll give us, uh, we'll, we'll give you our two pennants worth as yep. to what we think. Um, it would be good if you are there uh, watching this live on the Facebook just to give us a couple of, of lines, a couple of sentences of, of what you think about that situation because it really does look somewhat shambolic. Well, yeah. then, well then, and I think so, it's probably just whilst we're on it, it's probably worth saying that when we're talking about it, we're not really meaning to delve, dripping too much into the decisions made by aid as a club do you know what I mean it's more the breakdown of the rules between the immigration system no, absolutely. the league and so not so not looking to apportion blame but just no. to unpick what's a really no. difficult situation for clubs across the country and, and the other thing I like to talk about is really would you complain about that because clearly two clubs have complained to the WDCU and um, WDCU then have to then make some sort of decision as to whether or not that means it's points deduction or, or how they're going to deal with it so interesting is just to get some views and, and Chris your view as well as to if you were making a decision would you have complained or not but anyway we'll, we'll touch on that we're, we're going to run the rule over four games that we had in the Western Union the crunch battle of the uh, the two leaders at the time Uddingston against West we'll chat about the Scottish Cup and we're going to get Tom Fleet on um, Tom is sunning himself in Spain um, he played I think both games on Saturday and Sunday, so he must have hightailed it out to Spain for some... A well-deserved holiday then. Yeah, sounds like it. Uh, we've got Youngie coming on, and Paddy Barber, we're over here at, uh, at Clydesdale at Titwood, and Paddy Barber is going to join us, and I guess we'll probably have a chat about what happened on, on Sunday. Yep, absolutely. Um, against Uddy, a double collapse for Uddy, who would have thought that? No, I know, well, I think a club we've probably lapped a lot of praise on, who have, yeah... Had a very difficult weekend. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, we'll touch on that. Ricky Bauer had a few things to say on the blog with uh, with Hoffy's blog, uh, which was quite eye opening. Um, but let's talk about Air first of all. So the situation with Air, as far as I understand it, is that uh, the Home Office, as every club in Scotland knows, have made some decision which makes it nigh on impossible to get a coach in 
that allows you your coach to play. Um, and it was all very, very grey as far as, you know, could you do something, could you not mm-hmm. do something? And various clubs interpreted the rules in their own way. Yep. Air decided that what they would do is, given the fact that they had uh, their coach last season who played and who ticked the boxes at the time mm-hmm. as far as all of the rules, they decided to invite him back and they also asked him to play. They wrote away to the home office. Um, they allowed him to play, I think, without getting the home office approval at the time. The home office pr- approval then came through. And uh, lo and behold, the home office said, that's fine. You're OK with him playing. And then two days later, according to AR, what turns out to happen is that they turn around and say, well, no, he can't now play. So two clubs, two clubs have complained uh, that they, I guess, must be fielding an ineligible player, mm-hmm. um, and now it's over to the to the WDCU and and how they want to deal with things. So, I just think, what what are your any sort of broad brush thoughts from from you, Chris? I think in the first instance, I think it's it's a really difficult issue, basically, because you've got a situation where all clubs have been given this directive. Many of them, I think, probably whilst they were quite far into their plans for this season, yeah, and then have had to change that. And the, basically, to me, it seems to boil down to whether there are, there are almost two different questions. One is whether you're in breach of the immigration rules, and one whether morally those rules, or not even morally actually, just logically those rules seem to be correct for Scottish cricket. Now, I think in the first instance, I don't get what the Scottish game or the British game generally is gaining from us saying, no, we can't bring, you can't bring a good quality cricketer over here who's also going to coach for yeah. you, or vice versa, a good quality coach who's also going to play cricket. I don't see what anybody gains from that. It, 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 it seems absolute madness. I mean, my understanding was that it, it, it probably is more suited to your English Northern leagues who are paying their players mm-hmm. um, and what it prevents them is getting two hired hands yeah you've got your pro in one hand and then you get your coach who apparently is the coach but is as good as the as the pro so you end up having two paid players whereas up in Scotland you know there's not very many clubs can actually afford one pro let alone two hired hands no so I absolutely just, I just think that it it means that for a lot of clubs, and I think West were affected by that as well, mm-hmm. um, that we were deciding to go down a particular route and then interpreted the rules that suggested, and I think most clubs interpreted the rules in such a way that they couldn't now get a coach mm-hmm. um, who was going to play. Um, and it's hamstrung a lot of clubs. It's yeah. been a real nightmare. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think, yeah, it's just it's just a really difficult situation because actually it's not what you want to see being talked about, really. Do you know what I mean? No. Like, there's, it feels to me like there's a bit of actually of a buzz around Western District cricket this year, and then you don't really want to have that sort of muddied by a sort of bit of a fuffle about rules over... And that's this isn't even getting into the thing about complaining about stuff. It's more muddying the waters of how we deal with cricket with these new rulings that have made it more yeah, difficult for yeah, clubs. Yeah. So I put a poll out there on Twitter um, just to see what people were thinking of and, and what I was trying to get to the bottom of was, is you as an individual 
and you were playing against Air, would you complain? Would you have complained to the WDCU about Air's conduct? And and I guess that if my club didn't have a pro, mm -hmm. and I was playing against a team that had, on the face of it, bent the rules according to and, and gone against the rules according to what the the, the governing the, the the legislators are saying, I'd be a bit miffed. Mm -hmm. But if I had a pro, if my side had a pro, then I'd be saying, well, well it's one hard gun against another hard gun. Well, I'm not going to complain about that. I, it would be interesting to find out why the two sides complained. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, well, that's it. It's, really, yeah, it's just really difficult to know. And I think until probably we're a bit further down the proceedings, we won't really know any of that no, sort of stuff. No. But yeah, it's, I mean, it's just, yeah, like I say, I just think it's, it's a shame because it's just, uh, yeah, it's not really where we want to be focusing. No, is it? Um, but I tell you, one of the uh, the sideshows from that is very much that what has now happened is that individual amateur players within Scotland have had to step up to the mark. Yep. For so many clubs, they hide behind the pro, they hide behind the, the overseas amateur, and it's somehow preventing the players who are amateurs, who are Scottish, who have played for the club for years, for stepping for stepping up. Um, and now they're having to do that. Mm -hmm. And so there's more pressure on each individual within a club to have to bowl their 10 overs, to have to bat 20 overs. And I think that's no bad thing. No, absolutely. And I think there's, exactly, there's, I think very much two sides to that in a way, because I can see, I think, Craig's point almost about there is about it raising the standard, and I totally get that point, and I think that's really the huge advantage that the professional brings. Yeah. But at the same time, like you say, there's nothing wrong with people having to step up and take responsibility. And I do wonder whether, in some games, I think probably for West before Rory arrived, you saw that people struggled with that. And it's a learning curve for people, but possibly a good thing for clubs to have to go through at some yeah. point as yeah. well. And yeah, it's... But we also we do know how much clubs rely on the professional here for both on the field stuff, but I think also the value that people tend to brought as well around coaching, and that's where it becomes really difficult in this uh -huh. situation, yeah. is that yeah. lots of clubs have sort of doubled the value they get through that sort of thing. Yeah, so, yeah. No, for sure, for sure. Um, so that's sort of done and dusted. Mm -hmm. uh, let's have a chat about... Western, you know, did you play at all on, on Saturday? No, I was meant to be going to Galloway on Saturday uh -huh. and was called off, I think, probably mercifully because it was meant to have been absolutely torrential down there on uh, Friday night. And I would have been joining you in the three <laughs> had you not had a had an athletics appointment. Absolutely, but but dropped from the twos, yes. the, the sword of Dalkin <laughs> hit me, <laughs> and that was it. My failure to score any runs at all in the second team uh, meant that I was for the chop. Um, yeah. And, yeah, that was... You, you've been dropped before? Oh, plenty of times. Have you? <laughs> yes. How so do you I'm... feel about being dropped? Um, I think it, it totally depends how it's managed. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think if it's done in a way where it's explained to you why it's happened and you feel you've got an understanding of that and that you feel you know what you need to do to get back in, then I think it's yeah. fine. Or it's not fine because obviously it hurts your pride, it makes you feel a bit shit. But at the same well, time... It gives you a kick up the arse. Well, that's the other thing though, isn't it? And I think that comes when you know you've got the other side of it, when you know 
what you need to do to get it's back very in. rare if you get dropped you don't know why you've been dropped yes uh-huh. it's because you ain't scoring any runs and you ain't taking any wickets yeah but Johnny I never and score you... any runs and take any wickets so but I, I, would, I, but I was going to ask and your chat is stinking so clearly <laughs> which begs the question why on earth am I on this podcast <laughs> uh, the, yeah no it's uh, I think yeah it's not very fun no, it's not. And it's very difficult. What I think the, the, you need to appreciate if you've done any captaincy is that it is the worst job having to tell somebody, yeah. listen, you've you've not made it this week. Particularly very when, difficult. Particularly when very often during a club club level captaincy tends to be on a little bit of a rotation, particularly in I don't mean on a game by game, I mean season by season. Do you know I mean there's an element of just Somebody else will take over and then it'll move on to someone else. And yeah. people may, very often don't have experience of that and may not have experience of that from work. And it's, yeah, it's not an easy thing to do to no. have to tell somebody, look, your performance hasn't been great. Here's what I need you to do. Uh-huh. And not make it personal. Yes. That's the thing, because suddenly it can become very personal. You don't like me. You've never liked me. You've never rated me. I'm saying, listen, son, it's not that. It's just because you kind of score yeah. runs and you kind of take any wickets. <laughs> I have to say, though, this week, having... Having been saved a trip to play in Galloway in the rain, I then was able to go and watch, I think, possibly the best cricket match I've ever seen in my life. Well, there's I, been, I tell you, there's been some games. Um, there was the game West against Greenock where... where West, well, but no, oh, right, yeah, West, sorry. Yep, yep, yep. You know, two or three weeks ago. Um, and then there's the the Uddy West game. Um, just unbelievable. I mean, how long were you there for? I got there, I mean, really quite early. I think I got there for, we were sitting, we were one, two wickets down. Youngie had just got out when I turned right. up. So we were dripping 15 overs into yeah. the West innings. And it, so we were off for rain for a good while. Um, or say we, they were off for rain for a good while. Yeah. Um, and it was, so it had quite an odd feeling the first innings. Uh-huh. And, I mean, it's but when I mean when we got to 150, I think even before that, when we were when it went to be a 50 over game, people were saying 170 is probably reasonable out there. A good, yeah, yeah, yeah. So when we got it revised to 165, do you know what I mean it felt like it's not gonna? It's one of those games where you're like, it's not gonna be, it's not gonna be easy for either team here. This is gonna be a battle. Yeah, because until they start race the way. Yeah, because sometimes when you get the Duckworth Lewis. Generally speaking, one team benefits yeah. better than the other, but it seemed to be a reasonable total. And then, gee whiz, did Andy not just absolutely lure it? 117 for no wicket, and looking it, in the box seat, two guys on 50, what can go wrong? No, absolutely. And I mean, it was what was incredible about that bit was actually that they, they didn't even start that quickly. They didn't motor along. No, Gavin, I saw that. Yeah. They were just yeah. they were just accumulating and it was really a momentum that was building. Yeah. And it would just be really interesting, I think, to hear Youngie's thoughts on that. Possibly now as well. We all had quite a lot of chat after the game about it, probably now in sort of the a couple of days afterwards. Mm-hmm. And hear his thoughts maybe in a sort of more of a from a sort of a place of maybe a bit more perspective on the whole thing. Yeah. But I mean it was just incredible. I don't I mean we I, there was me and a couple other people there, and it seemed like it was totally done. Totally done. There hadn't been a sniff of a wicket. And then... They needed four and over with ten in the hatch. Yeah. It was utter madness. Incredible. But it's amazing that you get two guys out, and you get two new batters in, and it's yep. game on. 
Yep, it's Absolutely. game on because you've got to start again and then the pressure builds, the pressure builds, and then suddenly if somebody else gets... I mean, what you've got to do, again, to say anything nearly happened to us against Trompelli on the Sunday, we're 55 for five, chasing 92, and you're thinking, Chings, if, if they get a couple Kleinberg yeah. out and there's two new batters in, then you've got to start again. You, you're you're, you're struggling. You're yeah. really struggling. Yeah. Um, so it's wickets is just so so important in that situation. Um, and then they got to stage when they did seven off the last ball, and they plunked the last ball. Oh, it wasn't even. It was five. So six would have. Yeah, six would have won it. Yeah. Um, and if you if you listen to the Twitter, um, West Twitter, and the ball gets clunked, and you've got the Uddy guy shouting, "Get up! Get yeah. up! Get up!" And then you've the got ball. me and Mike and Dan at the <laughs> other side, like, "Come on!" <laughs> I mean, afterwards, as soon as that went, or not as soon as it went up, but as soon as it was obvious that. James could get anywhere near it. And I mean, it was an incredible catch. His hands were, yeah. hands were, I mean, a foot over the fence with his feet inside, oh, well absolutely. inside the line. Absolutely. But I was thinking I would have got outside of that and just pammed it back in. Yes. Do you know what I mean? And just been like, right, I don't want to try and catch. I'm just going to, which is one of the, probably one of the many reasons why I don't feel the long on for the ones. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listen, just as you were talking there, I'm trying to get in touch with Tom Fleet, and there he is. There's the man himself, Tom Fleet. How are you doing? Uh, not too bad. Hello. Good, good, good. And are you? Tell me, are you still in Spain? Yeah, still here. Still here. And what are you doing? Are you on holiday there? Yeah. Jeez, I didn't think you were allowed to do that, well, especially as captain. Ah, <laughs> uh, well. Uh, and that's that's she who must be obeyed, is it? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but uh, before you went out, you managed to crack out a forty odd against um, who were you playing at Clydesdale. Um, so that must be really. I mean, your boys have been playing obviously really some really good cricket, um, and Clydesdale always a tricky one to to play against. Um, how did you feel the game went for you guys? Certainly, I think, and I guess you must um, be pleased with this. It, it's pleasing to see. It must be pleasing for you to see so many of your guys contributing, both with the bat and the ball. I think if you're looking at all the clubs, um, you're probably one of the club or the club that is most consistent, where you've you have had nine or ten guys contributing significantly at this early point in the season. Yeah. So it's been good all round, and I think the boys are very happy. 
probably And and is it a is it a surprise for you that you're sitting top of the pile at the moment? Well, we're we're not really focusing on that at the moment. I guess we're not surprised that we're not um, weren't expecting it straight away at this point of the season. So we're kind of just kind of focused on week in week out um, each team that we're going to play. So we're not really looking too far ahead just mm-hmm. now. So it's just kind of approaches just to say you know. Yeah, yeah. And you'll be hoping that next week in your face, Addington, that the dominoes are still falling for them. <laughs> oh, well. I mean, that was just astonishing, yeah. 52 all out. I mean, just who would have thought about that? Well, that's it. I guess it's, uh, well, I guess it's just a bad day in the office, unfortunately, which we all have. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, there's no doubt that they'll be hurt. Yeah, there's no doubt that they'll be hurting. Yeah, no, that's a fair point. And are you going up there? What's the? Are you going up to policies? Or are they coming down? Right. Okay. And you'll be pleased with the way Fraser McDonald's been playing for you. Sorry, I guess so. Yeah, you'll be pleased the way Fraser McDonald's been playing. Oh, absolutely. The, the old boys getting up there now, but um, I think he's getting better with age. He just seems to week in, week out, you know, depend on him. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like to say too many nice things about Fraser, unfortunately. But There's not many people uh, who do. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we've all got one of those in the club. <laughs> Don't worry about that. <laughs> um, and your your fellow um, Jawad, he's uh, just nicked out on just on forty nine. Just missed his fifty. Again, good innings from him. Yeah, um, but I would say that uh, his forty nine was worth at least yeah, seventy seventy eight. He just uh, he played within himself and yeah. Um, And any standout performances? Obviously, that was a pretty good all-round performance from him. Um, any other standouts on the bowling side for you? Uh, I think Craig Morrison started to wind back the clock a couple of years. He's been on that. He's been recently, which is good to see. So he's come all the way. Unfortunately, we've actually been a couple of holes down in recent times, but he's stepped up to the plate. 
place. And how did you get on on Sunday? Did you have a game in the Scottish on Sunday? Yeah, we did. Uh, the boys, um, we were playing a good and the uh, boys managed to bowl them out for 180. Um, and then Jake just won down. Jeez, so, that's, a, that's a good effort. Was that over there at Torrance House, was it? Uh, no, that was at home again. Right. Uh, we were completed. Each of us actually had a very good team, and I got a few game changers in there, so it was a dirty one. There were a couple of players down, but. Yeah, that's a great effort though to 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 uh, chase yeah. 181 yeah. with one down. That's uh, yeah, that sends the right message, doesn't it? Struggling, have you? Well, started off the season a couple. Uh, I'm not really actually done it all that much. I think yeah, Jackson, you just decide to find yourself down that pole a few times. Yeah. There's a lot of experience. I, I think that if you're taking the job on for the first time, it's important to have that group of guys that have done the job before who you can bounce ideas off of. Tom, this is a uh, Chris Ross. I'm doing some of the podcast with Johnny. Um, I was just wondering. So obviously, as you say, you've got a good experience core in there, a couple of standout players, and you've got experience of winning the league before. I know you're taking tricks and you're taking it game by game. But at the start of the season, what were your sort of expectations for for the league? Um, well, we knew uh, looking at the league before the Going to win the league. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I'd like to say, uh, I couldn't really say anyone else, could I? No, <laughs> no, no, it's not a, not a good look for a captain no, halfway through no, the season. No, uh, no, always that, my boys, we'll, we'll take it one game at a time as we have done. So, 
Good, 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 good. And listen, when are you back then? Have you managed to to cut that holiday short by just seven days? Or are you going for the full 14? Oh, no, well, uh, my wife was helping the side. Uh, she's looking from Sunday to Friday. Ah, uh, yeah, well, there you, sort of you've got a keeper there, Tom. Fantastic. <laughs> good. Good. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen. Thanks very much for taking some time um, off of your uh, holiday. Are you, you out dancing tonight? What are you up to? Well, I'm shooting it down now. So oh, yeah. We'll just stand out for the but we'll see where the night goes. All right. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, listen. Best of luck. I know you've got Adi on Saturday, and uh, we'll be you know following that game very closely. So, so best of luck there, and uh, and good luck for Saturday. Tom, you can come back anytime, Absolutely. mate. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Cheers, mate. Enjoy your holiday. Okay, goodbye. Feel the love. Yeah, hey. What a guy. Yeah. Um, I'm going to make a trip to Prestwick and I think so we should maybe go down there <laughs> I, I, I was quite keen to come here given this is closer to my house than West uh-huh, but uh-huh. Um, but I think yeah, Prestwick giving Prestwick is definitely enough for an evening game I don't know how <laughs> how good it would be for an evening was that Paddy in the bar did you see yes. was, he, was he in do you want to shout him over Paddy. and we can, we can get him in Paddy you ready I'll, I'll try and get this reconnected yeah. uh, so yes yeah, so we're just about to be joined by Paddy to discuss Clydesdale's yeah. weekend. Uh, can anybody on the chat, can any of you still hear us or see us? Um, just give us a, a thumbs up in the chat just to just make sure that you can still see us because it's not entirely clear that we've still got connection. Um, it's worrying around saying that we need to get connection. So we'll just need to to see what's what. Paddy, how are you doing? Are you all right? Yes. Yes, come on in and uh, Hello. come into the Kirk. Come into the Kirk. <laughs> Just live. Uh, it is, yes. Uh, we're going yeah, Facebook. You need to be. I'll do my best. I've just been put through the ringer on uh, the air situation live on Facebook. So I've uh, oh, wow. tried to. Has that been discussed already? Well, I didn't know anything about the air situation until you guys posted about it. Right, Somebody yeah. posted on Twitter. Um, and yeah, it's a bad situation for them. I mean, they could be docking points. I mean, WDC, yeah. you could turn around and say, well, listen, you've played a band player now. And so you're getting docked all your points. Mm-hmm. Uh, hope, hopefully, that, hopefully that doesn't happen. No, no. Uh, I sympathise. I sympathise with them. Obviously, it's quite a bad situation. But it's, at the same time, I don't know. I think a lot of other te- a lot of other clubs have changed their amateur, or yeah. whatever, because of the rule. And they and yeah, and they either didn't know they had to or chose not to. So. I think what's happened is a number of clubs have interpreted the rule a certain way and yeah. Air have interpreted it another way. Yeah. Um, and initially, uh, the authorities have said that's fine and then a couple of days later they said, no, it's not. And they're now having to pick up the pieces. So yeah. it's uh, yeah. a bit of a nightmare I mean, situation, all right? I think we can all agree it's a pretty rubbish rule, but... Yeah. Well, that was as I was saying yeah. earlier. There's a di- there's almost that difference between the morality of breaking the rule and whether the rule is good or bad in the first place. Yeah. But true. anyway, I've got some bad news. Stuart Brown, Stuart Brown said, said he can still see our beautiful yeah. faces. Yeah. So yeah. that means seeing a different face. <laughs> <laughs> so to the cricket. Yes. Yeah. Mixed. Talk us through Saturday first. Yeah. Bad news first. Good news second. Yeah. So. 
Saturday, uh, Preston got a good team, first of all, uh, and we were not at full strength, but aside that, um, we bowled first, and the wicket looked like it would do a lot more than it did, and it turned out pretty sort of... Doubt you were down there. We were here. We were oh, right, here. okay. It was it was pretty uh, And who won the toss? I did. Right. Okay. And it was pretty pitch didn't really offer much. No. It was, wasn't wasn't it was just average. Uh-huh. Uh, they probably got about six days, seventy more than we would have liked them to get. Yeah. Um and then Duckworth Lewis obviously is always a bit more challenging back in second. Yes. Because um yeah. It does seem to favour one team over the yeah. other. They seem to get a very good rub from it. They yeah. got adjusted quite far upwards, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, so, so they get another 30 odd, which in 43 overs is quite a lot. Yeah. But I mean, we never got close in the end. But uh, yeah, it was it was quite quite an adjustment. And then in the second half, we just never got going. We no. were two down for nothing. Yeah. Literally. It's difficult. And then three down for 10 or something. And then uh, there was a bit of a uh, so sort of recovery in the middle. In, in, in yeah. the middle. But... When those we we had, but then by that by the time those guys were back and when they'd um, sort of built up a wee partnership, yeah, there was overs. We were losing overs, yeah, and we yeah. hadn't been going quick enough. And then uh-huh. they had to get the run rate up. And then I, I guess it's difficult when you're you're three down for zip, um, and the guys are who've been brought in are thinking, shit, we don't have Barrow, um, and the young lads. Well, yeah. Why wasn't he playing? Was he down guy? in Barrow? Yeah, Angus guy was in Malia. Yeah, Malia, yeah, yeah. oh, oh no, holidays, Jesus. Christ, his career is oh, destined for the same act that Malia. career arc as mine. What the hell hopefully, is he doing in Malia? I mean, that's just, no, um, well, I think this is a family show, Johnny. Let's not go into that. But. Yeah, I've not, I've not uh, spoken to him since he got back, but hopefully none of his Craig of Scotland or Durham coaches are watching. <laughs> I mean, because he missed a, missed a big um, game. But he's back now. He's I would be apoplectic. Yeah, he said. And he said to me uh, about the Scottish Cup that he'd read the date we were playing as the reserve date, so he thought he was going to be back for the okay. Scottish Cup. But right, keep digging. Yeah. Keep digging. But he got back on Sunday night. Did he? In, right. In body, I don't know about. And yeah, spirit. Oh, I remember my the week. I was there for the week. I remember my sixth year holiday, and I did two weeks, and it took me, I think, another two to six year two weeks, holiday. Two weeks is too much. Oh, yeah, weeks. by the end, I was absolutely destroyed as a human. But anyway, again, this is a family show, so let's yeah. not go into yeah, you're going to that. Six year holiday. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. So he's, but he's back. So he's not playing, um, and struggled there. Presswick, t- give us your your run your rule over Presswick. You know, rightly up there as yeah as, as contenders. You think at the moment? Yeah, I mean they'll be there or thereabouts. I mean, Sachin just seems to pick up wickets like yeah fourth on Sunday as well. Yeah, he bowled really well. So basically, with him, they've got a guaranteed ten overs for not much uh-huh. for three at least. Yeah, yeah. Every week, and then they've got. I mean, I wouldn't say with the bat, they've not got anyone who's apart from Fuzzle probably who's like. I'm immense. Yeah, but they've got yeah. enough there, and they've got th- well, they've got f- they've got like five guys in the top five who can chip in. With yeah, f- who like it's not like they can chip in with thirty and forty. They seem to consistently those two or three of them get get yeah thirties and forties. Well, that's what I was saying yeah. to you that they're probably the only side who consistently over the term thus far seven games in that every one of them has contributed Something in some, some yeah. shape or form with the bat and also with the ball. Yeah. And yeah. that's probably why they're sitting up there top of the, the, yeah. the pile. Yeah. Another thing with them is uh, they pretty much get the same 11 out every week. Yeah. Mm. Uh, for whatever reason. It was the same. It's the same with, like, uh, Fergus, they're always the same. They've all, they've got pretty much, they maybe use 14 guys over the whole season. Yeah. And they're, they're pretty much 
setting their their role in the team mm-hmm. and the, the same guys bowl the same overs yeah yeah it, so ma- it makes such a difference I think doesn't it forgetting yeah. yourself we're playing as like as a team uh, not a just you yeah. then play as a unit exactly yeah. exactly and they're uh, you know they're chirpy as well they're, uh, well that's a, I mean actually another similarity between Prestwick and Fergus Lee's clubs are both difficult teams to play I, against I think so that's what, that's what I kind of said to our guys after it uh, I felt in the first things we were too easy to play against you know? yeah. not that we have to be Presswick necessarily. And chir- what do you mean by chirpy? Like a funny chirpy or just in your face chirpy? I mean, bit of both, bit of both. Yeah. I think uh, probably a couple of our younger guys were a bit uh, intimidated. Just not used to it. It was a bit uh-huh. uh, Australian, I suppose. Yeah. Right. Okay. We've got a couple of Australians in our team. Yeah. So that probably yeah. goes to show. But but then I mean, it wasn't it? Didn't overspill really. No, I no. think. But I think it's one of those things as well, isn't it? Of certainly. That was the way it was. See, we used to play them in junior cricket. It was like that even when you played them then. And yeah. I don't know whether that's not the same anymore or whether. I mean, it just yeah, it feels like sometimes you get people who are not used to playing against those clubs, and they go and they're like, "Well, this is yeah. this is different from playing against I don't know other clubs in the league where people aren't in your face yeah. for yeah. the word go." We've got a, a guy, the guy Razak, batting four for us. He's he's uh, up from Leicester. Okay, yeah, he works here Thursday and Sunday. Yeah, so in the in the English leagues, I think it's pretty. Like that a lot. Yeah, right. So he was loving it. He was getting the bag. good. Etc. So I think, but I mean, we have to be a bit more. Do you like the chirp? I mean, give or receive. Oh, both. I don't really, I don't really give much. I like to be quite friendly. Uh huh. I don't mind getting it. Yeah. yeah. Right. And not to, not to take you back to the week before, but do you think that had any impact on it? The game at West. Yeah, I mean. They were quite like, they were quite different games. Like the game against West, we were probably one one or two moments away from winning. Yeah, a game mm. where we where we were where we were still a bit under strength uh-huh. uh, against a good West team, and that would have been sort of against the odds to win. And then yeah. maybe, yeah, maybe um, if you win that, you go to win the next one, the next one. Yeah, the yeah. momentum being created. Yeah. But I think yeah. it was. That, that cash that he dropped was crucial because I'm, I'm, I'm thinking you get Dave out there, you've got Cy Brown coming in, um, yeah. and it's, it's good night Vienna. I, I think, because they only did maybe 20 at that point, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I thought, no disrespect to both of them, they can both block it, but if they need to score any runs, no, no. I, thought, I thought that was it. Well, that was it. I think Dave at that point was the game, yeah. wasn't he? Um, but, aye, but, aye. but you never win or lose a game in one moment, really. There's other moments absolutely, over yeah, the absolutely over the the day which could have made a difference, but yeah. that's what it is. It's a long season. Yeah. And let's talk Sunday because that was just nuts. More exciting. <laughs> well, so you you ninety two, ninety ninety up here again or down? I I think so. I had a day. So, I mean, um, I can't. We've got eight eight players, eight regulars out. Well, so that's what they were saying so when Hoffy did his blog. He said that you had yeah, so second team, pretty much second yeah. team. Yeah, there was, there was maybe three of us. If you if you picked our strongest eleven, there was maybe three or four guys who were wow. And uh, which goes to show the strength and depth we've got. I know, like Forfisher were also missing seven or eight this week in the Scottish Cup, uh-huh. and they were playing Carlton at Boulder for forty-seven. Yeah, so it shows that we've got some uh, some decent. Strength and depth, yeah, but yeah. maybe not in the batting. Yeah. Uh, so I, 
And a decent decker, 90 yeah, below yeah. average. No, no, I, think was, was, I think I was talking to Billy outside and he reckoned it was the same one that West played on. on right. Yeah, I think Sandy. it was. Right, so okay. uh, Neil, Neil Alexander was getting it through nicely. Yeah. Uh, it, there was no demons in it at all. I suppose it turned a bit, Yeah. obviously. So really it was when their spinners came on and they started to start to run through us a bit. Mm. But that was the same even on Saturday, to be honest. Yeah. That was when the game changed. Yeah. Well, I, I spoke to Ross Lyons after the uh, after the game and we sort of were talking about how uh, batting against spin in the West is generally quite poor <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so there's a lot of good spinners but also there's not uh, that many good players of spin I think that's right I yeah. think as soon as you start taking the pace off the ball then people don't know how to play the spinners yeah. or even um, uh, thing like Simon Brown yeah yeah. he doesn't really do anything with it the but, lizard uh, <laughs> playing like a spinner I would no, don't tell him anything. Don't you blame like a spinner? <laughs> last, last week, when Gus was on 90-odd, facing him in the last few overs, you're thinking... He's going to absolutely... Even he was finding it. It is quite difficult because the thing comes into your pads and you're thinking, I'll dance down the wicket and then suddenly the thing's around your pads and you can't get the bloody thing out. And, yeah. well, I, I wonder, is there something to do with just actually thinking because we're sitting... Across from, across from, <laughs> you said you weren't coming on. <laughs> across from Hutchie, where I've obviously have trained indoors in there, and then at West Indra. I mean, over the winter, quite often what people do is they wrap the bowling machine up relatively sharp yeah. on quite a hard deck, and then you're just sort of banging yeah. coverage rounds. Yeah. Nobody wants to face the bowling machine at 35 miles an no, hour, do they? And those surfaces yeah. don't really turn either. I no, exactly. So I wonder whether there's something to do with that. Actually, just the way we train makes it quite difficult yeah. to play against. Pit on outdoor pitches are actually quite conducive yeah. to. Yeah. So I think the, the pitches here are just um, they're not they're not necessarily dry, but they they, they grip. Yeah, they take mm-hmm. a bit of spin because mm-hmm. they're, they're a bit softer. Yeah, and they sort of sort of drags a wee bit. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so you've got the ninety-two. You're, you're yeah. having your tea. Are this tea still good at Addingston? I were fantastic. Yeah. Right? Oh, they looked good on Saturday. It's a mix of tea. mix of hot and cold foods. So oh, just oh, after. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think Boyd Tunnock was knighted at the weekend. All right. Well. Uh-huh. So Obviously, boy. Few, few tea cakes. Oh, ah, of course. <laughs> Complimentary. <laughs> yeah. So and so, what do you say to the boys? You know, you've underperformed with a bat at ninety-two. Do you give them a survey? Do you say, listen, you know, well, let's try our best. I said to them, we had a blueprint because we defended ninety-nine yards against Sterling as well. All right. Okay, the first game of the season. Yeah. So I said we've got a blueprint to how we approach this, and it was like there's there's nothing to lose out here. Leave everything out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, play with intensity. We get an, we get an early wicket, and who knows? Well, I do. Think... drop the catch in the first over. <laughs> <laughs> I do think though there's something almost when you've gone from it's almost what you were saying about you could have been a like a bit less nice almost in the first innings at Prestwick. I think sometimes it's almost easier to go out with that level of intensity when you know you're defending a really low total. And so you think, well, exactly, there's this either we're going to win this in 20 overs or we're going to have lost it in yeah. 20 or 30. Yeah. So right, it's a bit, you know, you can yeah. kind of throw your energy into that first 10 overs, mm-hmm. which it shouldn't need yeah. to have that to get people up. But sometimes that just can give people a bit of extra It's a bit spark easier for a captain's perspective as well because you can put your fielders in attacking positions. Cause yeah. I mean, you know, well, it's wickets yeah. that are winning yet. Yeah. It's not. It's not going to go the full uh-huh. fifty overs. Yeah. So, so you drop a catch. That yeah. doesn't work for you because <laughs> they race to forty odd for no wicket. You're yeah. thinking the shit's going to hit the fan soon. Somebody's yeah. going to start whacking, and then it's going to be all but over. Then, and then suddenly, what happens? Yeah. Well, we we got uh, Anwar Fees out, uh, but then Oasis was still in and still going pretty nicely. Yeah. yeah. And then 
he was out with the score on by 40-odd, so that was 40-odd for two, and then that was it. Two new batters, yeah. and they don't know what to do. We took, but I mean, the, looking at their looking at their batting lineup, they batted all the way down. Uh, so I don't know what happened Saturday and Sunday. No, I mean, um, and did nobody come in with a plan? There was a couple of different plans. <laughs> uh, but uh, I think it was, either, it was either block it or try and hit your way out of the right. A couple of guys got caught on the boundary. But there was a lot of that on Saturday yeah. as well, where people, yeah, at times where there was absolutely no requirement to go wild, four or five of them caught on the yeah. fence. But I think it was either that or, uh, or, or edge behind. It, yeah. it was turning, and the guys the guys moved fantastically. Two picked up wickets for you. Junaid Ralph, 17 year old left arm spinner. Um, who played a couple of games for us last year? He played against us in the twos here, I think. Uh, he yeah, played against us. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you would never guess he was going to be a good bowler. Like he, he just, he genuinely just. I'm, I'm not being, I'm not being to be mean, but he just he meanders up, doesn't he? Yeah. He just sort of goes. But he's, but he's got like, it's, it's for there up. He's like a genius. Yeah. <laughs> right. He just got this mad wrist, uh-huh. and he just puts it on a spot, turns it, bounces. And uh, five for fifteen off ten. And when o- did, the when did you think she would might be in here? Uh, a, a period where you thought well, we've got a chance. I think when we got Ross, Ross Lines, because obviously away from Ross, they're too like they could chasing ninety, they could win it in a couple overs. <laughs> yeah, uh, but he got caught a cow, and uh, I thought they still had batsmen to come in, but yeah. I thought they're not. They're not as they're two real danger men around. Yeah. And then yeah. after that, we took a look every two or three runs. Uh-huh. There was one, maybe a one partnership of 10 between right. Neil and Brian Clark. But, but, that, but that's it. You do think, looking at their batting, that they should go all the way down. Yeah. That Sabri can play. Alexander can play. Yeah. Like, go yeah. And, yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, did he not bat? He batted top four, five for a yeah. long time. And He's got, got runs, got plenty of runs. Yeah. So. But it was just one of those days. Yeah. Everything, well, nothing went right in the first things, but everything went right in the second. Yeah. Was there a point where you thought, actually, we're just, we are just going to do this? Do you know what I mean? Was there any point in the game where you felt that's just it turned? Probably uh, the last. Only only when they were nine down, probably. Yeah. Because when they were eight down, they still had Adnan who used to play here, who can hit a long ball. Yeah. They still had Brian who can yep. sort of block an end. So. I knew that uh, 40 is not that many to get. No, it just, it's a couple of hits. A couple yeah. of hits and then it's back. But then so, wait a second, they were 40 for no wicket and 52, so the 12 wickets went for... No, I think they were they were 39 for one. one. Right. So I right. think we took the first wicket about tw- 29 maybe. 29. Uh-huh. And then uh, 39 for one and then 52 all out. So. We were talking before, okay? Last season, rock hard decks... Any Tom, Dick and Harry can score 100. I mean, you said to me there were people, we're not going to mention any names, that scored hundreds that you just thought, in any season, they'd be lucky to get 100 runs in a, in a season. <laughs> it's quite no, that. No, that's but, unfair. But, but, but it seems to be that guys are, are playing still, maybe, that they think they're playing a rock-hard decks that they were last season. Yeah, well, I think it's, uh, a lot of the time in Scotland we play on wickets and in conditions which are so heavily weighted towards... Bowling, not great bowlers. Yeah, yeah. Who can just you know hit the seam and uh, yeah, hundreds of them it seems in, yeah. all through the league. Yeah, uh, and I think last year the balance was switched the other way. It's pr- 
probably back to normal now. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, a bit of balance would be nice. Yeah, exactly. A season where you could you think consistently two hundred, like we'll get two hundred at two twenty, yeah. and that'll be like a defendable. Well, that was it. Last year, I mean, two thirty, two forty in Scottish cricket is a lot. Yeah, but uh, in last year we were thinking. 240 we need to get 260 270 mm. yeah. yeah well there was yeah. I mean there was games there was games getting played uh, with like 290 yeah aside yeah do you know what I mean teams mm. chasing it I think yeah. there was, was a track I'm I'm sure there was a track at West where there was something like a thousand runs oh, scored in the weekend yeah like it was incredible mm. 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 Yeah. a few you were struggling a little bit with the bats confidence a bit lower me yeah aye well it seems like every time I get in the pads, yeah, so, it's one. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, well, could you come and bat against our bowlers? Because it seems <laughs> it's the other way round. <laughs> yeah, I just went when it's not going to get. It's not going for you. It's not going for you. Yeah, on, you just on Saturday, I it was first ball innings, and I hit into my foot and got given out. Oh, Kbw, right. And then on Sunday, I got a good ball. Yeah. Well, it's so, not going for you. It's not going for you. Mikey Miller's struggling a bit. I spoke to him. Mm-hmm. He's low in confidence. But I just think it's it's difficult to know what to do when you're in that malaise. Mm-hmm. Um, and every batsman who's played the game has always had, whether it's a you know half a season or a, there's always a trot during the season. Yeah, like struggling from each other. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's just it's sometimes a struggle as to what is actually wrong. Mm-hmm. And I said to Mikey, I said, Are you actually looking at the ball? Because yeah. you know I've not. I've been struggling this season, right? And I'm thinking, shit, I haven't been looking at the ball. I've been just looking at this sort of general guy coming towards me and I'm thinking, I'm not looking at the ball. But you need to cut a break. That's the thing. Once you get one break or you you edge one and and it doesn't get caught or... Or you get one that's plumb MBW and it doesn't doesn't get me. You think, this is my day and then suddenly you're back up. It's such a strange game. Yeah. Mm. Such a strange game. I I don't feel... You know, sometimes you're out of form you don't feel out of form just, yes. just keep getting out well, there's nothing worse when you go to the yeah. wicket and you think it doesn't matter what I do I might yeah. as well just yeah. walk off yeah. Yeah. because I ain't scoring any runs yeah. today and yeah. so who have you got this weekend? John Pellier at Titwood uh, must be a bit confident going into that one chance to turn some form back round hopefully hopefully yeah I mean John Pellier are, are, are a good side and they could beat anyone but mm-hmm. um, at home, I think. Yeah. yeah we've got, recovered we've got, from we've got, his... <laughs> yeah, we've got a few guys come back, come back in this weekend. So. Beryl, right. what's happening with the, the, the finger? Is he back on the mend? He's on. He's certainly on the mend. Yeah. Getting, getting there. Right. Not sure exactly when he'll be back, but uh-huh. that's uh, sooner rather than later. Yeah, good, good. Because you, you, you need as many of your quality players in contributing on a yeah. weekly basis. Well, I, I, don't think there's, I don't think there's a club in the district that could lose that like lose their best player and be do you know what I mean and still win games consistently because yeah. the way the game is here and quite often disparity either between the level of a professional cricketer or even somebody who is at Scotland level and the rest of the league is normally pretty big. Yeah. And it just makes such a difference to the team. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Yeah. And we we always say we're not just like he he's not the defining factor but uh, maybe not in one game, but over six, seven or eight games. Yeah. And it's, I, it's, I think we've actually spoken about it with you, and we've certainly spoken about it, but it's not what, it's not just what they do as a player themselves, is it? It's the impact that has on everybody else when you've got somebody who everybody, like whether it's the younger guys coming in and they look to and they go, right, what does he do? How do I replicate that? And yeah. how does he conduct himself? And across the season, that is absolutely huge. Yeah. And it's not just, uh, it's not just the runs, it's, 
there's experience in the changing room and yeah exactly with, He's an all-rounder, so we can talk to anyone about their skills. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And you know that they're going to they're go out and conduct themselves with like professionalism at all points because yeah, it is something that they do as opposed to maybe the rest of us who are, it's maybe a bit easier for anything that's going on outside of things to affect yeah. you slightly more. Or, yeah, well, they've yeah. used to being able to switch, switch off. it on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And the 2020 stuff, where are you sitting with that? Still in the rowing or...? Aye, so yeah, we beat Greenock in the Rowan Cup, and, uh, so we've got Kelburn on Thursday, Okay. Uh, and the <coughs> West League Cup we've we got West tomorrow, yeah, we've, yeah, tomorrow. we've got one, one lost one, so. That's, yeah. that's here tomorrow night, isn't it? I think, it is. yes. yeah. I think I'll be making a, yeah. a less sociable appearance tomorrow night, coming standing. Are you playing? No, 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 <laughs> the other less sociable appearance, <laughs> give, my, sure abuse. Yeah, give, my, give my vocal cords a bit of work. What's your local, uh, exactly. years is your local team within it? Let's not talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> but you're more than welcome to use the facilities as you are. No, it's great. Yes. Listen, uh, both of you have been great. You and, and Colin in, inviting us over. And uh, no, I think we're going to try and get round the grounds as much as possible. Those that will invite us. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Those will have us. Uh-huh. I know. <laughs> good luck getting to Ferguson. <laughs> <laughs> And then we're just, the? we're just going to turn up <laughs> from the, the hospital car park. I would, uh, I would maybe wouldn't risk that if I was you, Johnny. <laughs> I'm glad, glad you're taking it in good faith. <laughs> All the good humour. That's right. Well, you mean the abuse? <laughs> Do you know what? No, I was saying before this. It's quite nice. It's, this is a, a hospitable welcome as opposed to yeah. sort of a, playing yeah. a game here and yeah, being undermined. I, <laughs> I still don't know what a jobby hoop is. <laughs> and I think at that point <laughs> shall we move on shall we get Youngie do you want to stay and have a chat with Youngie no I bet I've got no. a selection alright so go. off you go well, anyway. Paddy, right. I'm available if he's needing to replace Berenton at any point <laughs> no worries well you can drink as well as him <laughs> better I hope <laughs> catch you later alright right. cheers thanks so much <laughs> Uh, right, Youngie, we'll be on. How long have we been running for? Have we got an idea? About Are we fi- still on? Give us yeah. a, a heads up. Can you still see us? We've still got this trying to connect. <laughs> Which is obviously, this makes for great content, having to check for <laughs> when, uh, right, yeah. whether people can still um, see you. So let's hope Youngie, is he doing selection? Uh, no, I think, well, he might be now, actually. Hopefully not. But, I mean, I was, yeah, the... You know, it's always better doing a face-to-face. Yeah, I, I think, think the audio is better, and I think you get more of a reaction. Um, absolutely, yeah. Well, absolutely, it's just a bit easier to have a bit of a sort of back and forth with people. But I think also it's actually quite good. Well, obviously, most of the stuff we've done so far has been with winning captains, and actually, it's quite good to see the other perspective, the other side of that. Almost yeah. the from a team that, well, I guess in one weekend of experience, both sides of it, but also they've played. They're one of the better teams in the league. I think, particularly when they're at full strength, they've played two of the best teams in the league, I think, over the last couple of weekends. Yeah. And then played Uddingston, actually, as well, on a Sunday. And so they possibly actually have got the best read on the whole the whole thing at uh-huh. the moment. Uh-huh. But, That's um, a fair point. But, yeah, no, it's good to just have a, yes, have a chance to speak to people on the other side of it. Hi, Youngie, how you doing? I'm good, thanks, Johnny, how are you? Titwood calling, <laughs> Titwood calling. We've just had, uh, we just had... Safe there? Say again? Are you guys safe there? Yeah, I think for the moment anyway. <laughs> There's lots of cups. We're, 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 we're thinking, I've, I've got a bag here and we're, we're maybe just going to take a few cups <laughs> with us. <laughs> We've got a safe word though, Youngie, I'll text you it, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
so obviously we've we've spoken um, about well myself and Chris have spoken about the the Uddy game and and really wanting to get your take on that and then we'll have a chat about Scottish Cup as well. So still sitting top of the top of the league, uh, you've got a big game against Fergus Lee this coming week. Uddy have got a, a similar big game uh, against Prestwick, I think. So talk us through Uddy. You must be just, I know it's a, a well-worn phrase, but over the moon <laughs> with, uh, with 25 points. Yeah, 100%. I mean, obviously, going into the game, we were always targeting it as a game we could win, but a tough game to come up against. I think in the first half, we probably came up about maybe 30, 30 to 40 runs short after getting a, a relatively good start and a good middle, but then probably we didn't finish the innings very well. Um, and then taking that into the second half, I thought, I thought we had enough to be kind of contenders, but the, the start that they got off to and how, um, how, how quickly and how well they managed to get up to over 100 without losing a wicket, then I think that at that, at that stage we were definitely kind of staying defeating the pace. Mm-hmm. Um, but to, to turn it around the way we did, and I, I mean, I said it, I said it at, the, at the drinks break to the team, I said that I mean, think to the games like Greenick and these games that were turned around um, from, from games where we've looked at complete losing um, in complete uh, losing positions, but yeah. to turn it around the, the way we did that, I won't say I never expected it, but it was absolutely unbelievable to take the quick wickets we did and start to force the run rate up to start them thinking about having to score runs as well as um, as, as us trying to take wickets and keep it tight as well. So it was, uh, it was an unbelievable win. I mean, that, that last ball was something else. I think that when the ball was in the air, I, I thought for sure it was going for six. The, the number 11 had struck it well. Uh-huh. Um, great, great calm head from Fenner uh, to take the catch and stay within the boundary. And a lot of... Uh, I think a lot of people have come back to say the video looks like as if he touches the rope. Well, it does. It does look as if he touches the rope, but it's see, it's very clear that the rope doesn't move, and then it's also the wrong. It's the wrong ang- angle for yeah, filming it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I yeah. think. On you go, youngie. What made, what made it clear to me was that Brian Clark was standing on the boundary, having just got run out, and even he said it was out. So if yeah. Brian Clark says it's out, then it's out. And he was good. I know there was a lot of chirping on the Twitters, but he was really good in saying, listen, no, guys, it was 100% fair catch. And then that just closed that yeah. argument down, which was good of no, Breeps to do that. Brian plays the game hard, but in fairness to me, he is a good guy. He likes to he likes to wind guys up on the pitch, but that's just his way of getting people out of their comfort zone. So, um, yeah, it's good of him to come out and say what he said. Is, is he still talking nonsense? On the pitch? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's his greatest asset in the team. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he might have some other things to say about that. Um, he knows but, I know, I know. Um, let's talk batting again. Um, obviously, Sunday again struggled against Drumpies. Um, nobody in the top five really sort of grasping the nettle for you? Yeah, it was disappointing to see nobody in the, the top five kind of take that responsibility, especially when it is a, a low total like that that you're that you're chasing. You're really looking for somebody just to put the hand up and say, "I'll be here at the end." Whether it's getting the runs done quickly or whether it's hanging about and making sure you're there, you need to need to really put your hand up and make sure you're taking responsibility at that stage. So it was a, a little bit disappointing in that way, um, but good for. Uh, Rory and yourself to show the responsibility at the end and the maturity to, to make sure we got that over the line and get into the next round. 
Yeah, yeah. And then again, study them themselves again. I mean, what are you feeling about the, the, the batting side of things? I mean, we've, we've, we've spoken to Tom Fleet and both of us have, have expressed the point that a Presswick side there, they've probably had pretty much everybody contributing significantly as far as the batting is mm. concerned. You know, West have got too good a top order not to fire at some point, but there's going to have to come a point where you don't want to be chasing 220 and suddenly realise, shit, we're going to have to start performing. Yeah, yeah I, I completely agree. I think that, I mean, some people say it's a, it's a sign of a good team that you keep winning when you're not playing at your best, and that's certainly the case for us so far this season. I think that um, we're lucky that we've got such a good bowling attack that's kind of pulled us out, pulled us out the but you're right we have so much talent within. I mean we've got a team that on, on paper you can bat down to 8 or 9 and you're still looking at strong bats can come in at that time so um, hopefully that hopefully that forms just around the corner for a few guys and lose a couple of guys that are disappointed in their own performances and are working mm-hmm. hard um, there might be a couple of changes in order and stuff like that coming as well. Do, so, um, do you think the Do you think that because you don't have very many specialist batsmen, I think you probably you're the only specialist batsman within the team. Do you think that has a, an effect upon the mentality of somebody going out to bat and thinking, well, this isn't my, this isn't all I've got to do on Saturday. I, c- I can still redeem myself with with the ball, whereas. You as a batsman, it's that's all you've got to think about. Do you think that's preying on on people's minds at all? I wouldn't have thought so. No, I, I wouldn't like to think that um, it would be. I'd like to think that the players that are the the genuine all rounders in the team, as we have so many of them, that mm-hmm. I would like to think that they see their they see their batting as as strong as their bowling, and they would like to be performing with both bat and ball. I wouldn't. I'd like to. Obviously, I've never never asked them and never spoken to them and asked them that question, but I'd like to think that they realise that both assets are have, have got to be performed to the best of their ability and they can't rely on yeah, one yeah. or the other to get us through the game. In terms, Youngie, in terms of people stepping up, though, you must have been really pleased with how John Oliver batted at the end on Saturday. Yeah, cru- crucial runs at the end of the innings. Yeah. Um, John, John's got a lot of talent. Um, it's an absolute... Uh, brilliant sighting for us, both bat and ball and in the field. I mean, the amount of runs he saved in the covers for us in the, uh, on Saturday yeah. as well um, really kept their run rate down. But like you say, he's got a lot of talent and he's probably back too low at that time, uh, at that stage. He, he's a batsman that can easily bat in your top three or four yeah. as well. Um, so we might we might have a look at him at the top of the order um, this week coming. Um, and he's done that before for the Scotland under 19s and underage group stuff as well. So, um, mm. yeah, like I say, a, a brilliant talent and a, and a really mature head on young shoulders as well. Yep. No, it was, I mean, like you say, in the field, that was, I think, even when they were on top, do you know what I mean, it felt like there was a li- that was one of the things that you really noticed. They could have been, they could have genuinely could have had another 20 runs, I think, through through the covers with him putting his body on the line, basically, and diving about. And when did you, when did you think that you had a real? I mean, obviously at 114, 117 for no wicket, they're needing four and over. You've seen that they've scored runs for for easy runs for pretty much most of the season. Um, then, do you think? 
when did you think that you you really had a chance of of turning them over? For me, it was probably three or the third or fourth wicket. I think to lose those wickets in such quick succession for an instant um, puts a bit of panic in the dressing room. People rushing about, putting pads on, and things like yeah, that. Yeah, They're all they're also very similar to us in that they've relied on two or three batsmen throughout the season and relied more on their bowling attack than their batting. So I knew that. Um, if we if we could get down to the sixth seventh batsman batsman, I think that uh, we'd a really good chance of going through them with the kind of panic setting in as well. It it felt to me like watching it that they didn't have that there was no consistency in how they were doing it or no sort of do you know I mean maturity? It must have been see at the point where people started picking out fielders on the fence. Dripping when they need 30 or whatever it is to win that must start to give you quite a lot of confidence I think when you see people just not approaching it in a in a sort of very consistent manner manner and blocking one ball and then just trying to whack one and getting caught on the fence oh I think we've lost them <laughs> the incisiveness of my questioning is uh, has cut Youngie off there at, off at source no we knew that he only had 2% uh, left so I wonder he might uh, well, I think he's actually back. also in the middle of selection. Oh, is he? <laughs> <laughs> Which is good to see what takes priority is uh, coming and talking he's nonsense. Dead to me. With... He's dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know, wait a minute, he's in the middle of selection. You should be looking for a, a recall. I think a Lazarus like yeah. return <laughs> after my 12 not out against Trumpelier. If it's going to be Lazarus like, though, I hope the hair, the sort of centre part, can return. <laughs> That's right. Plus a bit of stone and weight. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, if you lost a stone, Johnny, then I don't know. There would be none of you left. <laughs> true, true. Um, so, he cut off in his prime. I know. Cut off in his prime. Well, like his bat on Saturday. Yeah, well, he's struggling now because he's now done his hammy in. Yeah. So, so that then means that there's a place. It'd be interesting to see who they're going to go for. Yeah, well, I know. I mean, I think, I don't know whether... Obviously, we didn't get a chance to ask him. Would have been no. something that would have been interesting to ask. But I'm still not sure at this point whether he was going to be going to be fit. Yeah, the club doctors were going to have to do their work. Yeah, yeah. Hammy Mike, Ash- Mike Ashworth was going to give him a rub down and and a, and a fitness assessment. <laughs> what can you say? About that? <laughs> really, not much more. <laughs> Jesus. Um, so we we did touch on the Scottish Cup. Yep. And we were seeing that obviously West had beaten uh, West had beaten Drumpy, so they're through. Yep. Um, any big shocks that you 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 saw out there? It doesn't really not so much a big shock, but we spoke about it a little bit with Paddy about Forfarshire having gone out, and we spoke a little bit about the draw just before we came on air, and that now puts Grange to play Carlton in the second round, and that obviously means you lose two of. Two of your your three probably favourites for the whole thing. Uh Um, So that's a yeah, that's a big one. I mean, I think West. No offence to Weirs, but West will be glad to have them in the second round. That's a obviously it's a team from the league below. It's a team that we've beaten twice. Is that down there or is that through the the bull ring? I think we're playing them at West. I have a feeling that the way the draw worked out, we're we're at home for the second round. Okay. So yeah, um, I mean. It's still obviously it's really early days, but I think the way the Scottish Cup works, I mean we know the disparity really between we've seen the disparity of the regional setup. I think we kind of know a bit of the disparity between the two leagues. It's always hard to look past an East team for that. Yeah. But 
I mean, if you lose, you lose another one of Carlton or Grange. And I mean, I think particularly if Carlton were to put out Grange, I think everybody would start to think yeah. that they've got more of a more of a I chance. No, you'd like to see one of the Edinburgh coming, Edinburgh sides coming through to the west and and playing them on a bit of a green top, a bit of a you know not a, a glass top that you might get through in Edinburgh. And, well, that, and see, well, that's it. I think I see how they like that. Well, I, I do remember saying this. I think it was. I can't remember who it was. It was somebody in the East that started the season scored 120 off of 70 balls. And there's whether or regardless of how talented people are, it's just very, very difficult to bat like that over here. Do you mm. know what I mean? oh, the yeah. difference in the decks is huge. And exactly, I think people will struggle. It just that I mean it's obviously where the draw comes in uh-huh. in a in a huge way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I mean also I don't think I don't think people are going to be West Fergusley Prestwick Clydesdale any of those places are also not going to be particularly fun to go on a do you know what I mean on a for a Sunday Scottish Cup game if you yeah. draw them away yeah. it's not going to be I don't think there'll be too many of the East teams wanting to come through to, to play against no. Prestwick West or Fergusley given the, the start that they've yeah, had yeah absolutely because they'll absolutely. be hard hard games yeah absolutely and I think well that's it I think West if things kind of go to not to form, but to how you would, as a gambler, you would yeah. probably like yeah. back the next round. West, I think, yeah. would have Heriots for for round three, and that would be yeah. I think that would be one of those games that would really depend on that. But I think yeah, I think it's just really interesting. It's just I like the Scottish Cup. It's actually it's just really nice to get to see the national set thing come back yeah. into it because. Do you think that'll come back the nas- the national league? I mean, as somebody who has literally no impact on their cricket, I mean, I feel like I can speak about it in a sort of quite an open way. I, that yes, having when I first started watching a the first team, harking back to the days when I used to go and sit in the the score box, it was a national league, and it was great because it was. I don't. It, it felt more of an occasion, I think. Right. And I, that's coming at it. Obviously, as a twelve-year-old, you look at things pretty differently, but. I would also think the standard's got to be better if you do that, doesn't it? If you get the best, the the best way for the standard to improve is for the best team to be playing against the best mm-hmm, teams mm-hmm, all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and and I think you know we, we've talked about this ad nauseum that 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 needs to go down through all of the leagues. Yep. Um, and everybody needs to to find their their yeah. own place, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we didn't get a chance. What what was your we did the chocolate challenge last week. I honestly, what were you going to be telling me? Because we we didn't get a chance. Because Youngie was going to be the one that we were going to try and get the. To be honest, get a, I'm going to. I could. I could take this opportunity to lie and say that I had something brilliant thought up, Johnny. But it you totally slipped my mind. So if this means that I'm now cast aside, <laughs> you might well be after Paddy's performance. <laughs> Weston Clydesdale teaming up for the well, first could time. Do, eh? yes. That will be the first time. It would be. We might even get Colin Mitchell on. Well, he, you see, he to... said to me, absolutely, under no circumstances, and I'm coming on. And then he... But he couldn't resist. No. He couldn't resist. Nobody can resist. He could never We're resist. Whole property. Whole property. <laughs> Don't know. And I think with that, we should maybe call it a day. Okay. Anything else to say? Nope. Absolutely not. I've Playing at the weekend? Hopefully so. I mean, obviously, selection's still ongoing, but yep. I hope so, yes. Uh, available, certainly, both days. Okay. I'm actually I mean as much as I was glad to go and get to watch the Edmonton game and I sort of laugh at the sport I do actually quite like playing it and I would quite like to play my first game in a month so hopefully the weather subsides and I actually get some cricket in well let's hope so let's hope so yeah. um, 
obviously West, good times for, for them. Um, yep. Seem to be on a crest of a wave. I'm still concerned about the batting. Um, but again, it just seems to be that the big man scores a 50. Everybody chips round and they just seem to blow away teams with, with the ball. I, I can't see that lasting all season. I think you know, batsmen are going to have to step up. Yep. And the next two games, I think, are going to be really, really important. They've got Fergus Lee... Uh, and then they've got Sterling, and then we're back into to the second round of matches before you know it. Yep, absolutely. And I think, well, Ferguson, I think is uh, they've. I think it looks like they've turned the corner. Obviously, their pro looks to yeah. I've not seen him at all. Looks to be a very oh, good player. Man, he just goes runs and takes wickets. And like uh, it's an easy game if you do that. But well, uh, no, but he seems to do it down there. Yeah. he had a stellar weekend, both uh, with bat and ball. And Sixty both. not out, I think. Yeah, was that, fourth yeah, and. Uh, yeah, with with Riyadh there, and then they've got the old stagers. Yeah, they, yeah. they could be a handle. They yeah. could be a, a handful. No, um, so that's a yeah. Well, again, I think it's that's one of those ones. It's not. It's a six point out to use the sort of football. Yeah, freezing. But if Ferguson win that and obviously bring West back down, that obviously closes that back up and gives Prestwick a chance. Well, there you go. Here's here's the thing. Ferguson beat West, and Adi beat Prestwick for horse race. Yep, absolutely. But exactly, whereas if the, the other way round and West and Presswick start to have a little yeah. bit of a gap between them. But it's, I, I, we've said it repeatedly, but it, it's, I think it's shaping up to be a brilliant season. Well, I think so. Title winners, who have you got now? I'm still going with West at the moment. Yeah. Not for, Obviously, Saturday wasn't one to necessarily fill you with confidence, particularly with the bat, but the way that they've brought several victories back now without really totally firing... Mm-hmm. Is a really good sign. They they seem to have a very good team spirit, yes. and that's it's obviously it's really easy to say. But at the same time, the way Prestwick are playing, the way Ferguson are playing, even the way Uddingston are playing, set aside this weekend, it's really hard to pick. And I wouldn't be surprised to see yeah. any of those four winners. I, I think if Fergus Lee can do something on Saturday, then I think you'll see the fire in the belly with Fergus Lee, and I think they might be a tricky side to go. And, and play against Fergus Lee will have West on Saturday I'm not too sure they've got the following week and then they've got Clydesdale mm-hmm. in the first round of the second yep. the second game so it is bubbling up nicely yep. what about relegation who's who the dead men I think I think it's probably Greenock and Sterling but Sterling where'd you get that from you do you think they'll go down you think, think EK so. will be able to turn it around I don't. Yeah. Everybody keeps talking about EK a great side and blah blah blah. They've not done anything. No. Yeah. It's well, I, That's it. And it's. I don't know. That actually was probably not the most considered of things. But that. I mean, just on gut instinct at the moment, that's yeah. where we'd go. That's I think. I think Greenock are. I think probably for quite a few teams, Greenock look like they're kind of set to go. And so it's. I mean, it's maybe four teams back, three teams battling for one spot rather yeah, than yeah. four teams battling for two. Very interesting though if Greenock put a couple of wins together. Yep. And then everybody start looking over their. Well, it becomes a bit like last season again, doesn't it? Where it, where there was teams that looked like they were Greenock last year looked like they were dead and gone, and then. The one thing I think Greenock will be thankful for, and anybody who is down there, is that we've not played very many games. Yeah. And so if you've not played very many games. You know, East Kilbride, they win two in a row, they're up at 50%, they're probably in the, you know, yes. sixth place. 
Well, that's it. The percent that's I mean, particularly with the percentage system, exactly. In many yeah. ways, for those teams, it's, it's. I'm not saying they don't want to be playing games, but exactly, there is almost an advantage at the moment to not getting games in because when you do get your win, it counts for more towards your your percentages. Yeah. That gives a really horrible, depressing look <laughs> on my on my worldview. But <laughs> it won't be the first time that the uh, the hoses have been put on. No. <laughs> <laughs> I could tell you about a story about somebody, but I need to go and speak to them before I'm allowed to say anything. Let's wait till we're off. This is about 20 years ago. Okay, that should but be fine. I should Surely, be. Is it, like, he, he's still no, he's still alive. Oh, okay. He's still alive. So we'll keep that for another couple of weeks. Oh, this is and get him on. We've got the viewers ready to come back already. But listen, we're going to do our. Uh, I tell you what, what I was really pleased with was the way we ended the show. That was not rehearsed. No, absolutely not. Will we go for it again? Shall we do it again? Exactly sure I <laughs> if you start it, I'll, I'll be able to work it out. Uh, what is it? Sometimes right. Sometimes right. Sometimes wrong. Always certain. Fantastic. Wasn't yeah. as good as last week. It wasn't, but it, won't, it can only get better. <laughs> okay, that's another one wrapped up, another one in the can. Weather-wise, it's looking as if it's going to be relatively calm over the weekend and it looks as if we could, for the first time in about four weeks, I think, get a full complement of matches. We're entering into the final round of fixtures and, as I, say, as I said earlier, uh, the, the big two fixtures are Fergus Lee against West and Prestwick playing against Uddingston. You've got to guess that at the end of that week, then you could be seeing a four-horse race or you could be seeing two sides that are really stretching out and may well be the two teams that need to be caught as we turn round into the last round of matches next week and then we start it all off again uh, at the uh, middle of June. So I'm going to round up what I think is going to happen over the weekend on the Twitter. So look out for that. We'll run round and do a look at all of the five matches that are coming up. Again, we're going to probably be on Facebook Live. Expectation is that it'll knock into Wednesday, I think. I may have some cricket to play on Tuesday. And there's uh, we've got a team meeting at West on Tuesday, so that may just mean that we're going to have to do things uh, on Wednesday. But do we're getting the the Facebook Live group is is slowly growing, and it, you know what? It's great to have that interaction during the live broadcast, uh, where we can answer queries and questions from you, the listeners. So, if podcasts aren't your thing, then Facebook you'll certainly get the Facebook stuff a lot quicker than you'll get it uh, on the on the podcast. And one final thing to say to you is to congratulate Craig Young, 51 not out last week, uh, held his bat aloft as Pollock got their first win. So he is the inaugural winner of the big foot of the round. Uh, so congratulations to Craig. What do you win, Craig? I don't know. Probably hee-haw. We might chuck you one of our infamous t-shirts. I don't know. But certainly it looks as if you nudged and you nerdled. You've been listening to Out the Shoe. Sometimes right. Sometimes wrong. Ladies and gentlemen, Always this is my number five.